0: Sentire media. You are listening to the La Tavola radio network. Hello, and thank you so much for downloading our little podcast from Italy. I am Jason.
1: Ciao, and I'm Ashley.
0: And we are doing our little podcast on the 15th of May. Oh my goodness, time flies when you're having fun. We're doing a late one tonight. It's after dinner.
1: Oh, I know. This is crazy. And we're back to the inconsistent podcast (laughs) now that the season (laughs) is starting up again. And we were doing it regularly on Mondays for a while, which was nice, but we've fallen off the wagon.
0: I wouldn't say that. It's only Wednesday. It'll go up to... All right. All right. But um, we run Agri-Turismo, uh, Agriturismo Latavola Marche in Pobico, a beautiful little picturesque town in central Italy. And uh, we do our podcast, um, like Ashley said, not so... Not, <laughs> not, not so... uh get in there. When we get a chance. When we get a chance. But um, we thought, let's heat up the mics, and we, we haven't done one this week. Um... Start us off.
1: Okay. So, well, let's back it up. Um, about a, Last Friday was really cool because we went to um, – we had one of our first – I feel like a local Fridays in Apecchio where we do a uh, market trip and go to Fushiani's meat and ch- like secret meat and cheese warehouse for sampling and to kind of try the differences between different cheeses and aged and Parmigiano Reggiano versus Grano Padano.
0: All the different pros- uh, affettati, the prosciuttos and the lonzos and the it's re- uh, and the salamis and all the stuff. It's really cool to walk in there and the perfume. Oh my god, when you walk in, the smell.
1: I know it hits you and it's great, Domenico. Pours wine at 10 a.m. <laughs> and you say, Well, it's noon somewhere, or you're on vacation, it's Italy. And then we do uh, have a little porchetta and go uh, for a drive up to the beer. Hold on, you're
0: skipping a whole bunch of stuff. What did we I walk skip? around the market, we went and had a cafe, then we jumped in the cars and headed up to
1: Colesi to the grappa and beer distillery, and it was great. And we have a little tour of the um, I guess production. They have started out really small and have grown significantly since 2007 and uh, make fantastic beers and one of the last 130 grappa makers in Italy, which is really special too.
0: And if you've tried grappa before and didn't really dig it, I don't blame you because if it's oh, yeah. like <laughs> off the shelf grappa is, is, whew, it's put fire some, water. It is, but no, you're going
1: to say it's well, going to put some hair on your chest yeah.
0: <laughs> and, um, The artisanal grappa is very much, much smoother. It still has that kick to it, but it's, it's different. It's, it's nice.
1: Yeah. It's not that, uh,
0: get you in the back of the burn as it goes down.
1: Oh God. I'm just getting chills thinking about it. Forced to drink horrible grappa. Will you, will you
0: tell the quickly? Tell the story. Okay.
1: (laughs) so we We We
0: were in Cortina.
1: Yeah. On our honeymoon. And, uh, it was our first trip to Italy, so we were up in the Dolomites after being in Venice. We had only been in Italy for a few days, and um, we had already been eating like pigs. And we stopped for this lunch driving through the Dolomites, and like Jason said, near Cortina. And the, we ordered – we didn't know. We were still new visiting Italy. We ordered I, too much. Yes. We were excited. You know, you start, oh, we'll get one of everything, an antipasto, a primo, a primo, the, secundo. Secundo, the, the everything so different up north too – And I was so full, and the waiter came and sat down next to me at one point, and I was like, I I can't eat anymore. And he started to feed me, (laughs) and was like cutting the meat and trying to feed me. I was just like, oh my god, I feel like I had to keep eating. And then he was like, all right, this was my first experience with grappa, and he was like, here, you must drink some grappa. This will help you digest. I think he
0: all brought us a shot, and we had grappa together.
1: Yes. And- It
0: was- Oh, my God.
1: It was memorable.
0: (laughs) Well, we're talking about it 10 years later.
1: I called it grappa, and I felt like I burped that meal the whole day. It was horrible.
0: (laughs) It was was horrible. horrible.
1: (laughs) I just kept having that grappa burn sensation back of my throat, too. It was just like, oh, God, it just keeps coming back. But uh, I I've, I've digress. <laughs> yes. And
0: Cortina. Cortina's a really cool t- – uh, Cortina was the site of – I don't even know what year. I'm going to say in the 50s. Yeah, 57. Olympics.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: um, it's where – it's like kind of posh and she-she kind of, yeah?
1: Yeah. Like people will walk around in full-on lederhosen just because it's like some hot – like model looking, chick. and we saw
0: the guy with the um <laughs> the the, with the like from Dumb and Dumber where they had the boots with the oh, ruffles yeah, around, the
1: shaggy the boots shaggy kind of boots. Thing. Yes, it's awesome. And uh, but you get really good brown bread and butters cut like cheese, and
0: they still have the ski jumps, and mm-hmm. uh, it's a great place to go uh, make a home base to go skiing. And if you or get a, hiking or hiking, and if you get a chance, if you're in Venice and you're like, "Huh, I think we want to take a little road trip for a few days, head north uh, about an hour, hour and a half. And uh, you'll and be in what night.
1: was your favorite thing we saw up there? My favorite thing I we can saw think of. I there. feel like I thought you would remember this off the top of your head. The milk delivery.
0: Oh my goodness! So people live leave the big uh, stainless steel. They're Demi, they're not demijohns. They're like the stainless steel milk yeah. things. They have a wide mouth and then they have more of a narrow body. And they would leave them at the end of their road by their mailbox, and the milk guy would come and fill them up. We were stuck. We went on. Uh, I think we had Rick Steves' book, so we went to the Alpi di Susi, right?
1: Yeah. Or did, was it a recommendation from someone in Venice? I don't know. We did have Rick Steves for sure. Yeah.
0: So we we were driving through these. T- you know this definitely off the main road Oh yeah. in the Dolomites, <laughs> and we got stuck behind the milk truck, and he would stop and fill up people's...
1: But here was my question. Was he filling up their milk containers? Or taking or it. Or taking it. That
0: is a good question. Because it was
1: down a road. You couldn't... Like, it was down a he was, long driveway. You yeah, he tell. was just
0: sticking his tube in the thing. We mm-hmm. couldn't tell if he was sucking or pouring. <laughs> Pumping or
1: dumping. Pumping or, or dumping. <laughs> pumpin <or> dumpin'. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, yeah, up north it is. And the Alpine Meadows. Oh, I'll never forget that, seeing that for the first time. It was so cool. But anyway, back to Apecchio.
0: <laughs> Apecchio is trying to market itself as the Chita de Bira. And I know we've talked about this, but we'll do it again. We talk about it a lot. We double up a lot. Um,
1: first time listener.
0: <laughs> first time listener. <laughs> uh Apecchio's uh, marketing self is a Chita Di Bira, and they have two uh, breweries there. One's a straight brewery, Amacord, which moved from Bologna like three years ago? Something
1: like Something that. Something
0: like that. And the other one's Colasi, and they do garappa and beer. And um, it's because of the water. The water coming off Nerone around in our area is absolutely fantastic. Um, so if you're into beer, uh, Apecchio's a great little place to uh, – Do a couple of beer tastings and, Mm and, um,
1: and, uh, it's only 12 kilometers or so away from our our place. Yeah.
0: You can take the back road, which is fun through Mm -hmm. the hills, or you can go Piobico to Apecchio.
1: Do you think that the top of the hill, when you get to the crest, do you think they're planting onions? I didn't, I don't remember. We went, I, when I went, uh, the other day, I went the long way around Piobico. And
0: I did too, because I got uh, the tires. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes there's a field on the top of it when you come. You go over the hill, basically. When you come to the top of the hill, uh, two years ago, there was a field, and they just planted tons of onions you drive through in the summer. It was summer. great. It would stink like <laughs> onions. It was wonderful. Um, and then, after the uh, grappen beer tasting, uh, mm-hmm. we... Ha- well, I, did, I had to come back home, but... Yeah,
1: and I wanted to say, I forgot to mention at the beginning, what was so cool about this Friday trip was that... Podcast listeners, we're there. It was really cool. Mars and Hannah from Seattle. Um, it's just such a small freaking world because we went to rival high schools Hannah and I and didn't even know it (laughs) it's just kind of funny to then meet in Italy and I went to Blanchette and she went to Roosevelt And you just think oh my gosh that's crazy that uh we were so close you know in proximity we probably passed each other driving uh or walking Green Lake one time who knows but um so it was really cool to have some listeners and um uh, people, good old Seattleites, uh, in town. So then we went to lunch. Aqua partita. Yeah. What we like to call the hunter's hideaway. And as soon as we pulled up, cause also our friends, Teresa and Chris were with us and, uh, they, I grew up with, um, and they live in Southern, uh, Italy in Toronto. And I, I'm sure we've talked about them before, but whatever. So we went pull up to the, um, <laughs> restaurant you go. You really. This really is the hunter's hideaway because you. It's just. You would never. Never, never. 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 Even
0: if you knew of this restaurant and knew.
1: Okay, turn back.
0: Au- you would never. You <laughs> would never go up this hill, uh, like up this road for twelve kilometers. No,
1: and then there's always that precocious split. Right before, it's like oh, two kilometers or yeah, three kilometers. There, right
0: after the out, indoor pool, exactly. Someone I, has an indoor pool up there. It's really funny. It's really funny. <laughs> they, they built a pool which, with a like on the side of the hill. Oh my with god! A panoramic, a one hundred and eighty degree panoramic view that is absolutely incredible, and built a greenhouse over yeah, it. Yeah,
1: that's what I was just gonna
0: say. <laughs> It's really odd. It You're like, whoa, someone spent some money for I know,
1: that. but there's that split right after that, and it doesn't say Aquapartita. And I always think, to the left or to the right? To the left or to the right? To the left. I ho- and then like a kilometer, and I go, I hope it was to the left. I hope it was to the left. <laughs> and then you arrive, and it's like, oh.
0: So this place is great. The menu doesn't really change, except they change up the pastas sometimes. Uh-huh. But they, kill, they, they have their own animals. They slaughter their own cows and their own sheep and, uh, or, I'm sorry, lambs and all that kind of stuff. And um, it's really, I mean, it is the equivalent of meat and potatoes. It is pastas with boar sauce and or uh uh, annuletti with uh mushroom like heavy mushroom sauce Mm -hmm. and then but not creamy no cream well no
1: no but if someone was listening i might think heavy mushroom sauce would be like a
0: uh they don't really do creamy sauces Mm -mm, in our mm -mm. area but but it's just it's a lot it's heavy yeah
1: and they're bringing in good size man-sized portions
0: (laughs) They do not skimp on the portions there (laughs) <laughs> uh, and then after the secundo, uh, I don't even know if they have antipasto there, do they?
1: I don't even know either. I've
0: I- never seen anyone get anything like that. Maybe oh, yeah, they have, yeah, have affettati. Oh, they have affettati. Yeah, because okay. they
1: do their own salamis and prosciutto and, and everything. That's true.
0: Um, and then for secundo, you have your choice of mixed grill or tagliata <sighs> with grana and rucola and balsamic.
1: And all I can say is, mm, 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 because that's how. Tally- is freaking awesome. It is so just medium rare. It is so perfectly cooked. A lot of places overcook their meat and they, you know, like uh just it's a little bit too dry, but this is so good. And that balsamic on top, I love it. And uh, it melts in your mouth. It's best, like
0: but, uh, but the best part of the whole meal, the potatoes. They fry their potatoes in strutolardo, lardo fat, pork fat. Mhm. Let me tell you. It's pretty it's pretty freaking good.
1: They are. And even when you're full, you can't still stop you just, just popping them in your
2: mouth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: You can't leave the potatoes. uh leave the meat, whatever, but eat all those potatoes cuz they are delicious. And then after that, a if lot You of, have room? If you have room, a lot of the old guys do cheese. They'll just take a, a like a wheel of like yeah. literally a yeah. form of cheese and just with a knife and a cutting board and just put it on your They figure how much are you going to eat because <laughs> how much cheese are you going to really eat? And then I'm sure if you wanted, you can get crostata or something like that, something sweet. But um, Mm -hmm. usually you have to unbuckle the top, the top, uh, unbuckle the the top, 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 pop the top (laughs) (laughs) on your way out. Your belly hurts. I know.
1: It is definitely a nap time after. And I felt bad for Mars and Hannah because they had to drive back to Orvieto. And I thought – They said we almost thought about booking a night, but just for a nap. It's like I know, after all that, starting you know at ten a.m. You're drinking wine and
0: and then beer, and and more wine,
1: (laughs) and all the meat and oh my god, it was great though. You definitely needed a cafe. And uh, it was just wonderful. So if anyone is in the area, even if you're not staying with us... um, We're going to do it every Friday. Yeah, we're doing it um, Fridays throughout the summer. And just shoot us an email, and um, we'll meet up with you in a Pekio. I have all the details, and um, it's really fun. Yeah, we worked it out. It does. It feels like... And I was asking them, and it... You know, how was it, this and that? And we so said our kind of goal for this is more than anything just to have you feel like a local, really, that you're doing the market and going into these places you wouldn't normally know existed and you're having lunch, you know, no one's speaking English in any of these places we're taking you to. <laughs>
0: It's great though. It is. It's fun. Um, So that was Friday, and then uh, over the weekend we got the um... oh Oh, my goodness. So uh... (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I love the Doctor Gaji. We talk about him all the time. We could not do this without him. He, we are indebted to him forever. We are like family. And just like family, he drives me up a wall sometimes. What, what
1: did Carolyn call him today? A special terrible
0: or terrible? <laughs> a special terrible. <laughs> um, the doctor very impatient. This one, he is. Um,
1: yeah, he gets wild hair, and he gets going.
0: A, he gets bored, or he gets uh, wild hair about something, or he feels like uh, the the ground's ready. Let's you know, let's do it. Whatever. Um, at our lunch, at our Primo Maggio that we had, we talked, we sat down, and we talked and talked and talked, and eventually the Orto comes up, and we all talked. Everyone around the table are farmers. They all have gardens. Everyone has – if they don't farm, like, huge pieces of land, then they definitely have a good garden That they do. Everyone agreed. Every single
1: person at that table. Everyone
0: (laughs) agreed. Yes, yes. Later in the, towards the end of May, put all your stuff down in the ground towards the end of May. Because last year, everyone got burned because of the late frost. And yeah. So, okay. Great. The, The garden's ready. The rows are in. The potatoes are starting to come up.
1: The We've other, agreed nothing before May fifteenth.
0: Nothing until the second half of May. Today's yeah. the fifteenth. It's it's going to be raining for the next few days. We'll probably end up putting the bulk of the stuff in the twentieth and after. But Gaji on Saturday shows up with hundred and fifty <laughs> tomato plants. <laughs> uh, uh, what are you doing? Put your boots on. Let's go. Let's get these in. <laughs> I'm like doctor. The it has been raining for a, it's been raining for a, a week.
1: Were n't you doing a cooking class
0: too? No, no, no. I was going to make we were doing our we were going to do dinner that night oh, with that's with right Chris the ribs. Chris. And um I go, "Doctor, what are you doing?" We he's like it's dry. It's been sunny for a day and two days. Well, yeah, it's the superficially, the top of the soil is nice and dry, but stick a finger in there and it's, mudded. it's mm-hmm. muddy. It's muddy he doesn't care he wants to put him in he brings him over beppe bianchini wonderful beppe 80 uh 89 years old is he
1: 89 87 i know it seems like every year he's 88 something like that
0: (laughs) (laughs) wonderful beautiful Adorable. adorable man he uh starts uh some of our tomatoes and our onions and the other all the rest carolyn me carolyn and i start together uh, Beppe said the tomatoes are ready. That he wants them out of his greenhouse. <laughs> so Gachi comes over with 150 that uh, tomatoes, and they're not in pots. They're they're, they're called radice nudi. They're the roots are are nude. There's a, just a little bit of dirt. Um, because he starts them in a big box and then what he does is he, to, to, be, to transplant them, he wets the soil really, really well and, um, very carefully with a spoon. Ashley has a, um, video that she did about this. You lift the plants out and then he wraps in in newspaper, the whole big bunch, and they're fine for 24 hours, 12 hours like mm. that. Um, but they have to get into the ground because their roots are, are, have no dirt on them. Really. Nudo means naked. Naked. Uh, you know, I keep wanting to say naked. <laughs> um. So they have to go in regardless. So we go out into the rows and we start making the holes and it's literally mud and you can't plant in heavy soil. No, exactly.
1: It doesn't crumble.
0: It doesn't crumble. It's these big chunky, like, you know, it's coming up like big chunks. So the roots don't have anything to really hold to. And uh, they suffocate because they can't, there's no air in the soil because now you've compacted it. Um so yeah we spent Listen to you. We, <laughs> <laughs> hey I've learned I've learned. I know. I'm like, "Whoa." I've learned um <laughs> So we spent a better part, you know, half a day throwing down 150 tomatoes, putting the stake, putting the poles in, oh, tying them tying off. Tying them off. Oh my god, he saw a oh. new Normally we have this <sighs> green when we tie them. We don't have cages here. I guess they probably do, but all the old school Italians Use bamboo poles and you make like little teepees out of them and tie it up with this green, stretchy, rubbery twine. Um, Ton of work. Oh, my God. I would kill for tomato cages because you stick the cage in the ground and buona notte. It does it itself. (laughs) This one you have to pass every week or 10 days. And re-tie it because as it grows, it needs more support. They grow so fast in the summer. So we put the poles down. We do the first tie. And this year, Gaji doesn't want to do the, the, green, the green rubbery string. He wants to do something else. He's cut up um, <laughs> pieces <laughs> of ribbon. ribbon with a stapler. And he wants to what? put the ribbon around and staple them. Why because did it's, he do this? He says it's not as – because the plants were young. It wasn't as um, – constrict it doesn't t- it's not as tight on the
1: it was hysterical to see this bag and i kept thinking who cut these ribbons and they were all like the exact same length yeah, yeah. and all different colors and little pieces and i thought where did you get this or who did this did rosana do this did Beppe give this to you why and then the stapler it was just
0: and so then- it, at first <laughs> he wanted a different color for each tomato oh, which is a good idea it is but he didn't separate the pieces of ribbon. They're in a big plastic bag <laughs> all mixed up. It's like, I'm not going to search through for all the reds, man. I'm just going to grab one. We have 150 to do these. So we ended up not doing it. But it,
1: oh, and oh, well, so, we still we – we stapled oh, them. But we still we stapled them, and it's them. way
0: more work to – it just takes longer to do. And um, the – Sure enough, three days ago, we had a little hailstorm. So, like, storm. two
1: days after the tomatoes were in?
0: Yeah. Two or three days after the tomatoes in, we had a little hailstorm. And hail destroys young plants. Uh, hail destroys old plants and cars and solar panels <laughs> and a lot of stuff. But this wasn't a big one. It was, like, pea size hail. Yeah, so here, uh, here. Near,
1: like, Urbino, it was golf ball.
0: Yeah. They, um, our friend Julia had her whole crop taken out, which is horrible. horrible. Um, but... It hailed and the plants are delicate and we lost half of them, seventy five, maybe. Bravo, Bravo! Gaggi. I said
1: to Gaji, I had to give him a little shit because I just thought, what are you doing, man? And I, so when I went down there to help for just a little bit, uh, I said I had to bust his balls. And I, I said, so what are we doing? Thought <laughs> we talked about this. I said, don't you remember? Uh, Last year we did this early too and we lost everything there was the the great freeze and He kept going, oh, right, right, right." He goes, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. And I said, I don't know. We all talked about it. I thought we decided. And he goes, I have an eye for these things. (laughs) He goes, I have an eye. And I thought, USOB, you have no idea. (laughs) And sure enough. It's Saturday. You're bored. And and it's a nice day.
0: It's a nice day. You were probably having coffee with Bebe. And it's like, oh, I'll take it. Give me the tomato. Give me the tomatoes. Give me the tomatoes. So. Classic. Oh, God, stir, we lo- we love you, brother. We love you. You drive me up a freaking wall.
1: What else is in the garden? You guys have planted a bunch of stuff recently. Um, we
0: started some uh, rucola, arugula seeds we put down. We started carrots. We started bietola, which is a type of chard. Um, cucumber? Uh, no, all that stuff. The cucumber.
1: he put down cucumbers. No, he
0: put down peppers? two plants of uh, zucchini. Oh, zucchini. Um, but all the rest of the stuff, my peppers, my tomatoes, my corn, my pumpkins my the corn looks good i know I saw it oh, yeah. um i don't know i can list a dozen vegetables they're all at carolyn's i just spoke with her and we'll, sh- i'm gonna go talk to her tomorrow and we'll probably put them down next week
1: i know i need to make huh, time before she starts emptying her greenhouse and just take a quick two second video of just kind of the before and after of how we went from seed to oh, and an empty greenhouse to it is
0: they went, we took, they went away, Carolyn and Luke went away uh, for one night the other day and uh, she asked me to water all her, the plants. And I was <laughs> like, like, yeah, oh, no yeah, problem, sure. Five whatever. Minutes <laughs> Five minutes of work. Holy moly.
1: <laughs> I came back like half an hour later and you're like, oh, I'm back are, here. <laughs>
0: there are so many plants. There. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's, it looks
1: incredible. Incredible. see in a does green. How much patience she
0: has. She's incredible. Starting seeds to get. Uh, starting seeds is way harder i think than getting ro- raising of the vegetables course. yeah
1: and yeah the, just the time and how many times a day because it's so you, you have it in a greenhouse so it's protected getting a little sun great you kind of think you don't have to think too much about it wrong you need extra water because it's like cooking in there and she
0: had to put and it's the sun is too powerful and uh-huh. it's too hot in there so but it's great the it greenhouse is. is awesome it is awesome, that
1: thing awesome. is Oh, I, I bought extra flowers just this year knowing I would take pots to her greenhouse because I was like, these are going to survive. It's going to be great.
0: Uh, staying on the, the green, the green, uh, conversation, we put our flowers in.
1: Ah, yes, I did. I put a ton of pots of flowers, especially geraniums. They do so good. And, uh, they love that dry, hot heat and, uh, they're not so fickle, um, they're so temper- hardy. that's what I mean. They're hardy. So they don't need the extra water. If you skip an afternoon, you're not going to kill them where some stuff just starts melting and wilting immediately. But I got the window boxes in, I've got 90% of the flowers in and bought a few more today. And, uh, the beans are going to hopefully start coming up soon to climb up the walls of the sides of the house. And this year, I think what we did was really cool. And we started this last year too, but, um, mixing in, with the pots of flowers doing a lot more herbs and salads and um like edible greens that mm-hmm. will be surrounding the patio and the house which we've always had herbs and things like that there but
0: not together not
1: together with the flowers and i love that like the outdoor dining area where the guests eat at dinner and breakfast will have not only these gorgeous flowers but all the the nice little edible herbs and like this or year the climbing instance, plants the climbing are
0: plants and you put the cl- the be- the climbing plant the climbing beans behind like in a big pot you put Falling flowers in front and climbing and back. Yeah, really snap like that.
1: peas and uh, another pink uh, type of pea that, not a pink pea, but it's got a pink flower and some sort of other pea from Carolyn. And uh, I don't know, I think it's going to look good. Yeah,
0: so it's starting to come together. I drained the pool. <sighs> oh my God. I drained the pool today. The pool and, is uh, always just such a. Beast. Yep. I drain it every year. I drain the whole freaking thing, scrub it all down, and then refill it. Um, it just seems to work out better that way. I've done it in years past where you just try to shock the water and treat the water, but
1: nah. it just doesn't
0: work. And um, here we have um, tons of water right now, so it's not like I have to turn on the hose. And uh, I know
1: I was talking to the neighbor, and um, who will remain nameless and uh, she said i said oh we're cleaning the pool and she said yeah we did um the one uh ours just uh, about two or three weeks ago because she goes so we we had to do it because we w- <laughs> it's when we knew there would be a lot of water in the river <laughs> and she goes if we wait too long it's there's not, no th- water. there's not enough water to suck it for the pool and it's great i mean technically that's
0: you're not really supposed to do illegal that.
1: but um
0: everyone does it everyone does it <laughs> But, and, um, I don't put any, um, like treatment in the water before no. I close it, which is why it looks like a swamp. So I just, and
1: our water comes from the sulfur mineral water spring. So that's different too.
0: Well, yeah, but the, the, the chlorine, like the chlorine that you use for the pool, if there's been no chlorine in there for six months, eight months. So
1: no, I meant regarding illegal activity. We're not taking it from the river. We have that.
0: No, we have a sulfur water. Well, spring. But yeah, it's just better to do it in the spring when they're that bad boys. Full <laughs> exactly.
1: Than, <laughs> when that river's rushing.
0: Yeah. And this year we've, we've had a really wet spring. Mm-hmm. So it's, soon as that pool is blue and crystal clear it'll it'll that's it that's the last thing to do
1: i know and it was funny stopping by the neighbors because her hands she goes oh i'd i'd come and say hi but my hands i've i've been i'm in the flowers i said my fingers are still dirty too <laughs> i was in the plants today also and we were talking like i said we were talking about the pool and that they had done it so it's just kind of that coming together of uh, really getting the season started
0: yeah i yep <sighs> Oh for everyone. Gosh. I everyone. know.
1: And speaking of that, then we're, un- are we like almost under three weeks to my sister's wedding? Uh, or right we- o- Oh, no. Till like everyone starts arriving. Yeah. No less than that. Oh, my God. So we've been trying to get everything together. And I picked up, um, we're doing gift baskets for all the guests. And so uh, that'll be waiting in their rooms when they arrive, which is really nice. And um, doing things like honey from the neighbor, um, a journal that is handmade um, from Sisters in Urbino. And I went up to pick up their books today, which is really cool. And they have the old, what is that called? Like the old press. Um, yeah.
0: They're like embossing. Is that embossing? Yeah.
1: I, it, Where it I makes the seal. It yeah, makes like a seal. And it seal pushes it. it all the way in. And it, it's just so cool to see them. And they're really nice. And um, we're doing some of our salami and sausages and things like that. And um, trying to just get some little small pieces together for the wedding. And, Flower
0: so should order. we break it down? Does anyone care,
1: you think? I don't know. All
0: right. Well, so the wedding festivities will start on Wednesday. The The um, wedding itself is on Saturday evening. So Wednesday we'll have a uh, kind of just like a welcome. casual welcome. Hey. Ciao. Um, antipasti, mostly just antipasti, kind of like a big, huge antipasti buffet table. Because people
1: are coming, uh, a lot of people will be coming from the West Coast and... Sometimes you're jet-lagged totally. and all messed
0: up, so to sit down for like a huge meal is just not what people are going to want to do.
1: Well, and our number one, uh, our only <laughs> piece of, uh, major feedback from the wedding we had done before was... And no one could fit into their clothes for the wedding. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, after when we did Teresa, we did Teresa's wedding, and it was too much food. Like
1: it was the three days before, like this also. This
0: as well, but you can't eat these huge. Like she did a, bit, we did a big. Uh, she wanted fish. No, she no, wanted. We did
1: like the surf and turf, so we had the barbecue, barbecue, and then, like, the, and then she,
0: her mom wanted um, vongole pasta vongole, and then we did. Uh, then they did the boat trip. Did they no, do of, we did the
1: pizza night, pizza night, and, and then, then they, they did, did the, the rehearsal dinner at Val, Pietro, at Val Pietro. which was huge. <laughs> and then the next
0: night was the um, was full the full on, on Italian wedding, and I did like a dozen antipastas. I did antipasti. I did two primo, two pasta courses, two meat courses. It was like that's. That's light for an Italian wedding.
1: I know my girlfriend Teresa couldn't fit into, or Tanya couldn't, her sister <laughs> couldn't fit into the dress. That's right. It she was... had
0: the pashmina around yeah. it because she had the back of it all. At one done. point, she's
1: like, "I gotta go," and she just un- like uh, once I'm z- unzipping, it's not going back. And you, <laughs> after a certain photo, you didn't ever see her without that pashmina wrapped around. It was hysterical, but so we so learned. Yeah, learned, learned. our lesson. So
0: we're gonna do an antipasti kind of just table the first night. Bunch kind of, of wine. casual but yeah. wine the next night we'll do pizza night we'll do some pizza everyone loves pizza night it's fun um then the then um they're doing the for
1: the rehearsal dinner the
0: rehearsal dinner they're going to do the boat
1: yeah our friend with the boat in Fano.
0: they do a cruise to nowhere uh-huh. and this they-
1: gives jason the day without anyone here at the house and he can prep and not have to worry about a meal and um it's a gorgeous um afternoon or evening whichever you decide to go um out for the boat in Fano, and it's a yeah like you're saying it trip to nowhere fish they, lun- they U- sail
0: around for an hour or so and then they throw the anchor and you can like i don't know a couple hundred meters off the shore it's, yeah it's can, perfect it's not though far. it's awesome you can hear everyone screaming on the beach and stuff um and then you can swim around swim in the ocean or the ocean the, the uh, adriatic and um then they they do uh Pasta. Gorgeous, yeah. And then the grilled fish. It's really
1: yeah, and good. sometimes they do the snails first too the gronki. I love this. Mm.
0: No, gronki or crabs. Oh, I'm sorry. Umaki.
1: No, but there's another name for the little ones.
0: Bumble it. Bumble it. Mm-hmm. Bumble, Those are the Bumble Bumbleini.
1: They're so yes. good. They're these little what? sea clam or sea, sea snails, snails that um, in Fano they make a red sauce with. And
0: but it's not what you would think a tomato. It's not like a heavy sauce. No, it's really it's, it's just
1: thin and it it's, it's dark too. It's dark with wild fennel and, and it is it's lick incredible. Your fingers. They
0: put they throw down toothpicks and you take the little toothpick and you kind of pick the little snail out and then you suck then you put it in your mouth and you suck the the delicious sauce out of the snail and it's that is totally okay like
1: Oh yeah. That's and how you eat them. When we had um Brandon, the stage in town, who you did the little interview with before um, a couple of podcasts ago, that was his favorite thing, I think, that he had here were the little sea snails with the with the wild fennel because he just loved that. And that so sauce is, that sauce is oh, good. God, you just want to mop it up with the bread and everything. Um, what so, was yeah, I and- even talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh, then Saturday night will be the, um, the, the wedding. big festival. And we're not going to do. It was too much food. I, we're not. going to Yeah, do. and she wants
1: it a lot simpler.
0: It's a lot simpler. We have an older crowd for this wedding, mm-hmm. so it's just too much food. No one's going to eat all that food. No, but it's people still, are going to. They'll freak out. It's
1: going to be great. So I've been trying to get the flower orders together and the garland set up, um, figuring out all of like the dimensions. And <sighs> we're not having the wedding at our house. We're going to use our neighbor's place because they no, have. No, we a... are
0: having the wedding here.
1: Oh, we're having the wedding here, but the reception will be down the road because they have a covered, um, like a barn structure, if you will. Like a,
0: mm, It's more like just a huge, permanent, like... It's just a crib-y. shell. Like, there's no walls to it.
1: No, but it's really pretty, and it's great for if it rains or something the like that.
0: The weather's been so unpredictable. I know, this, We're just too this, nervous. I get too... It's just... It, we could fit... It's only 30 people for the wedding. It's not a ton. We could fit them in our dining room, but... Every,
1: It'll be cramped. It won't feel the same. There's not the room for dancing. No, you
0: can't really get up out of your like. No, <laughs> packed in the, the Italians don't care. They no, they will, love it. They love it. They will pack. It. We in fact, we had like 32 one time, 34, and we just try to separate. Like we have a, a dining room and then like a little room with a big arch in between. With a big arch in between, literally five feet from each other. They wanted to all be in the same room. Room. They <laughs> felt like, like <laughs> they're like they're on an island. We put ten. P- <laughs> We put 10 people in the in the, just the neck, like in another table, and they didn't like that. And they're like, they're on an island over they're there. They're on an island over there. And you're like,
1: what? <laughs> you
0: guys, come on. You can reach out and touch each other. It was so
1: funny. I know. I'll never forget that.
0: So it can be done. It, we just move a little furniture, but I don't want to. I think it'd be much nicer to do it over there. You can be – it won't be cold. If It, it, it just might be a little – Miss misdri- in my drizzle,
1: but we're talking about people from Seattle, so they're not going to. That's
0: exactly true. I mean, it could be <laughs> as long as it's not freezing, they'll yeah. be fine outside.
1: Please, they'll even if it's a wedding, they'll come with a North Face.
0: <laughs> but um, <laughs> or or suit and flip flops, yes, because it is Seattle. Oh um, that's a that's a hot look by the way,
1: <laughs> and classy. But there's a lot of little things like we've got to do the test run for building the arch, and
0: whew, still haven't written the menu for the wedding.
1: Yeah, but you've, been, we've actually, I have it penciled in. I mean, we have an idea of what we're doing and I bought all the, um, since it's a destination wedding and there's a lot of family who can't come, she, my sister is collecting photos of other, um, couples in the family to put, um, like old wedding pictures throughout for other family members to put throughout the tables and stuff, which I think will look really cute. And so I got these neat little frames.
0: Oh, okay. I was picturing like, to me, it sounded like that to me sounded weird. Because it's like a funeral, like all these. I thought you were going to have a table with all these picture frames and faces and like, think
1: about a nice big table with a huge bay leaf garland going down the middle and candles coming around the sides and stuff. And then some little picture frames in between every once in a while, you know, every so often spaced of, Oh, grandpa and B and they'll be there. I know, but we can still, I submitted our photo to her too. We'll be there. We'll be on a table. (laughs) <laughs> I'm
0: not a big fan of that idea.
1: I think it's kind of cool. And oh, it's just all these little bits and pieces. So putting it all together and that way once every, once all the family arrives, I don't have to think about, you know, cause then yeah, it just I becomes. I think your family, family has chaotic. an idea that
0: you're going to get to hang out.
1: I know. And I, It's hard (laughs) and I have to record my grandpa. Maybe we'll do a podcast with him or some insert some grandpa. Here's the
0: hard part about working and then having your whole family here is they want you to sit down and hang out. And that's the one thing that's going to drive me crazy. I'm going to freak out because why
1: why freak out when you know it's going to happen?
0: Because Ashley, I can't do 30 people every night by myself.
1: Oh no, of course not for that. I mean for the wedding.
0: Oh, the wedding will be fine. We'll have tons of help. I'm talking about throughout the week. Like, oh,
1: I'm not worried about we that. We still
0: have to do all of our chores and all of our jobs on top of that. That's all I'm saying. All right, so that's that's the wedding.
1: I know. It'll it'll come and go and <laughs> before we know it too.
0: But What's uh, so? What else we got on the top? Uh, what other topic you got tonight? We got Hot to,
1: topics. We gotta oh, to add topics. some energy
0: to this. I feel like I don't like doing the night podcast well, I, I feel like we're not energetic.
1: Well, what was funny is I watched you get lower and lower in your chair. In my <laughs> chair?
0: Let me tell you something. You it, I love sinking. what we do. I love what we do. I love working for myself. I love where we live. But let me tell you something. It is a lot of work. My body is exhausted today. My legs are tired. My freaking shoulders are tired.
1: Well, because, yes, you were cleaning out the pool, but that means you are – people don't necessarily know what that means. You are scrubbing with like a scrubber brush uh, yeah, on a like a broomstick the entire Carrying pool. Carrying
0: fire hose all over uh-huh. the place and hooking up the big pump and pumping it out, dragging the hose back down to refill it. And what else did I do today? A bunch of gar- stuff in the garden. Um, I mowed lawn while I was waiting for the for the pool to empty. <laughs> Just out. to,
1: you know, pass Just, the time. Well, I, I'm not going to sit there and watch the
0: freaking pump go. I've seen you do that. <laughs> no, I like to sit there and watch things download. I do. And the robo. Yes, the robot. I do love watching the robot. <laughs> the, ro- by the pool, the robot. pool sweep. The and po- I tell
1: it's it's gonna keep going. Like, <laughs>
0: like, so let me tell you, if 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 we can figure out a different way, if you can become a famous writer, or we can like the perennial plate uh, people and um, make little video, fun videos as we travel around and eat, I would I would be down for that.
1: Well, that's the hard thing with the book is that that was one of the notes I was getting for feedback. Like, oh, this idea of books in Italy, like written in Italy, you should have this. You know, it's all about food, and then all about this. Sweet life of being you know the slow living and all of that, and i I definitely think I talk about the slow living, but this uh, la dolce niente, the sweetness of doing nothing, which is definitely a theme in all those books about Italy expats and and people who come and retire here, but that is what my book is not about
0: <laughs> I wish we came. why couldn 't we come
1: for money oh i
0: don 't know we definitely <laughs> did not <laughs> we did not come for money, and I really would like to have because I would love to. uh just <laughs> just, mom tinker mom i need i need more money
1: mama mama, <laughs> mama. Um,
0: all right we got to keep
1: this going because we're getting we're getting off topic yes terra cruda i want to give a shout out to terra cruda what is terra cruda Ashley? it is a wine from the market in fratara is it fratara rosa it's a
0: it's a it's not a wine. It's a. I'm
1: sorry. I'm. You're right. It's a. Um. It's a winemaker. It's a vineyard. What would you say? Why wine am I in my mind. <laughs> and um, they were the ones who hooked it up and <laughs> brought us.
0: Ashley, listen. <laughs> let me tell you something. If you send Ashley free anything free, I would love samples. She loves samples. <laughs> they um, this terrocruda. Their 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 vines are older, but the 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 production itself is newer. And um. We, th- I think it 's some younger people who run it, and they saw Ashley on the interview she did on Rye, and they just wanted to come by and drop off some wine and they brought us a huge like twelve different bottles uh, from superiore to their more modest price wa- modest price their most expensive bottles like fifteen euros so let get- 's <laughs> it 's incredible <laughs> it's, um, but um, really nice and it 's from uh, Fratto Rosa, which is right um, right above Fassombrone, which is. 35 minutes from the house.
1: Yeah. And we wanted to show them some love. They, uh, we really enjoyed the wine and I thought it was so cool that they reached out to us like that. And they also supplied us with an awesome box of wine for gifts for guests. And I thought that was really cool and really forward thinking. And not a lot of people are thinking I'll give something free. In hopes that something may come back,
0: but who knows?
1: But who knows? In yeah. hopes—that's what I mean.
0: They actually have—they re- do really well um, for um, online web presence, which a lot of people uh, don't really do. They're always on Facebook, and they do—they um, have a blog and stuff, and,
1: and they uh, have an exporter in. Portland, Oregon. I know. I thought that, that was, was crazy. The thing. Um But anyway, so we thought, okay, we had a bunch of errands to run, and we were like, let's get over there and see them and get some of their wine. Because
0: we don't have a – we don't have a loose – well, we don't have a – uh wine we didn't have a wine to put into um, crafts. crafts we bought you know so we needed what we call our sfuso
1: yeah which we served during cooking classes and it's
0: still really good oh
1: it's awesome it's just kind of the drinkable yeah really easy 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 and um you can get in like a half liter or a liter totally every you know every italian house has to have some loose wine i think in a jug somewhere but um they're doing something really cool bag and box
0: yes so Bag in books, the um, the wine in a box (laughs) is um, something that they've started to do. Uh, The Australians are really into it, Uh, wine in a box. They don't look at it as how we would think of it. I don't know. I always think of... Uh, what's the name of the one? Freselli or Franez? Yeah, or I was,
1: Fr- yeah, Frise Fr- was going to say It's Fresnia. a white box. Um, I know. I can't remember right now, but yeah. Re- everyone knows what we're talking everyone about. Everyone knows what we're <laughs> talking going, about. Uh-huh. Like
0: cheapy, shitty, really crappy, like swill wine. <laughs>
1: Which, by the way, I bought for my uncle when I was a little kid. I had to get it for him for a Christmas gift because I thought – I said, oh, my Uncle Kevin, he loves wine. I was like eight. I said, I want to get him one of those boxes of wine. That is classic. <laughs> um, but they, that, not so here. They've um,
0: Italian winemakers have started to put their wines into, Good, yeah. into a bag and box. And it's great because if you get a five-liter demijohn of Suso and you open it, you have to basically within a day or two finish that because – especially in the summertime it'll start to turn but with bag and box you can take a liter you can take your glass you can take as much you know as little or as much as you want and the air never hits it so it never it never turns on you so it's a great idea
1: and things like it's much easier to store in the box like stackable for um moving things around we have a tiny little little Pantry. pantry. pantry and uh Oh, my God. How many times have we freaking broken five-liter demijohn? I've
0: broken three times myself. And when you break five-liter glass demijohn of wine, you...
1: <sighs> you're just like, son of a God. bitch.
0: It, you know the next 45 minutes you're just going to be picking up glass and mopping up <laughs> wine, and it goes <laughs> everywhere.
1: It just you up. Oh. It doesn't even cost... It's not the cost. No, I don't care. Just, it is the jesus now i oh, i'm gonna have to get a new mop head because i'm gonna ruin this one <laughs> and wh- whatever i was doing and why i was in a rush to begin with it broke this oh my god it's just it's horrible
0: last time i dropped a cutting board on one and it
1: exploded
0: <laughs> everywhere everywhere awesome
1: how about when one tipped over in the car Oh yeah, we broke and one in the, broke well. in the car as well. We
0: broke one in the car.
1: And I thought we smell like alcoholics. There is literally five liters of wine gushing in the back, um, back seat area, like uh, where you know the. Yeah, I
0: had a wet back like five liters of wine out of the wells, of the back they, wheel well, I the just, back wells. I
1: remember saying, "Thank God, there's not an open liquor uh, law." Like I think
0: there is. I don't know if you can drive around you... drinking wine in your car.
1: I don't know.
0: Yeah. I will tell you this: We've been in auto the auto grills, which is like the like the place off the autostrada to pull off uh, like a Seven
1: Eleven on the side on of the, the side road. of
0: the road. And I've seen truckers get in their car with three or four beers in their hand and jump up. Oh into, yeah, no problem into the cab. No many problem.
1: many times. And why would you
0: even sell beer? The only pe- sell alcohol. The only people who can go to those places are people driving on the autostrada. Exactly, it's
1: brilliant, <laughs> but. Um wait what was we over? Uh tercredit. Oh tercredit.
0: <laughs> so we'll ne- <laughs> wow. So we'll never have to run into that problem again with breaking 5 liter Exactly. Zones.
1: And with the Like you said, with the air, it's great. And uh, they had a really nice Bianchello, which I had learned the first time. The Biancello, which is a type of grape from the area that, that you'd call Biancello del Mataro, which grows along the Mataro River Valley. And it's in the family of Trebbiano, the, the Trebbiano grape, which is famous in Emilia Romagna.
0: Also, and what goes into Aceto Balsamico tradizionale
1: Trebbiano. And... Ambrusco. Yes. So I know I was thinking about that when we were there too. But um, their superiore of that was phenomenal. We got a bunch of it and it has a very oaky taste to it.
0: Mm. Notes. Notes. <laughs> it was very... I don't know. It was... I, it I, just we, definitely... It was good.
1: It was good. It was really good. So
0: hats off to Terracruta. Yeah. It, go on, and if you're interested, um, an, again, another winery where you'll never find it it's just we not we passed it we passed it with twice. our gps yeah.
1: and our gps took us totally to the wrong place down some dirt but road but just
0: out here in it, i i know they don't do they do it much better in in Tuscany but here you just they don't wine tourism is really not starting marco does it but it's just
1: hard to do it on your own it's
0: hard to do it on your own
1: you got to know a guy <laughs>
0: i know a guy
1: Anything else? I'm getting pooped.
0: I am getting pooped too. Tomorrow we're having our photo oh taken. Gosh. We're oh going to be in the Financial Times. They're doing a big feature article. I don't even know. You know. I, mean- I
1: know. I'm really excited. I did um, this big interview as a female entrepreneur in, for the Financial Times. The Financial Times. You know, the pink paper. And uh, <laughs> And... They are sending a photographer here to take a photo of Jason. I thought and I. that was crazy. I did too.
0: It's like, we have tons of pictures we'll send you. I don't I know.
1: know. I thought, wow, that's pretty uh, special. So, so I got to
0: go, I got to run out tomorrow and get a haircut in the morning. I hope to lose 10 pounds. Do I have to shave for this? <laughs> Do I have to put on clean clothes? I
1: don't know. I kind of like the slightly scruffy look. How about if he just takes a
0: picture of me finishing cleaning the pool so I don't have to stop? <sighs>
1: I know, we'll just have to not have the pool in the photo for sure.
0: How how long do you think picture time is going to take for one photo to go on a paper? An hour. I'm going to hold you to that. It'll
1: be two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but very cool. So um, I'm sure Ashley will Facebook that and post it and tweet it and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Financial times, we have no idea when it's coming out.
1: It should be soon because they're just waiting on the photo. Oh, okay. Should be soon. There you go. I'm
0: I'm I'm up on it. I love pub. Love it. Actually, I don't. I, I don't want, I really don't like doing interviews. At you don't all. like to toot your horn. No, no, no. I don't like doing that toot, stuff. Toot, beep beep. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up cuz we are at 47 minutes and I'm Oh I'm my god, done. we
1: didn't even know if we'd have anything to talk about.
0: I think we just rambled this one to oh, be Oh, sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if you actually listen to the whole thing. My bad. All right. Bring us home. Um, oh, real quick. This weekend coming up, we have the Financial Times thing going on. And then this week, was there something else
1: we were doing? Fun? I'm getting my hair cut and colored. No, one cares about that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Saturday. We're going to Carlo and Gigi's. They're having a private pig party, baby.
0: So Carlo and Gigi are friends who have the, the um farm, the uh, The special type of pig. And they do their pig party every spring. Um, Last year we weren't able to go. We weren't. And what they do is they invite these people like, okay, we're the pig people. We'll cook the pig. Okay, you're the uh, cheese guy. You bring all the cheese. What are we going to bring? Um, shoot, I don't know. Wine. I have a shitload of wine. Okay. <laughs> um, but they invite like, okay, you raise a lamb. You, you spit roast a couple of lamb and y- I am so I know, excited. It's like,
1: I don't want to eat anything all day. I know. I, they I'm, said people start arriving. It's like, it f- I feel like it's like a festival Um, I farm. think they
0: can't, a lot of people camp out.
1: Yeah. And, that's what
0: I mean. And like drive over there. There's a little
1: hippie feel to it, I think.
0: Definitely. But,
1: um, I like the commune, like everyone brings something very much like a, uh, um, like a old picnic. For-
0: but this isn't for twenty people. I there's hundreds yeah, yeah, of yeah. people. They live they have tons of land. Mm-hmm. And last time they said there was a hundred and fifty people. So Did they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last time they had hundreds of people. Oh my gosh. And uh so it'll be really cool. We'll take tons of pictures. I'm sure Ashley will try to make a video. I know. I they asked um, me
1: to, because they um Carlo is the one in the pig two pancetta video and um so they said oh please bring your camera and take some video i thought okay this will be great
0: absolutely so that'll be really fun we'll get to uh uh i don't know you're right we have to bring something
1: i know <laughs> I and in quantity about... in quant yeah that's what I, mean. I could bring a like a three liter thing of limoncello homemade, like uh, something like that
0: that's that's probably a good idea. Homemade limoncello. That's not bad. Like in
1: a big three liter bottle or something. I know. Something. I'd say I'd bring. it you have for 150 people, it's not like, oh, <laughs> here's a little 250 milligram bottle. Like, enjoy. <laughs>
0: no. I'd say I'd bring my sausage and salami, but no one, he makes. He doesn't. I know. But it'll be great. We'll be, we're really excited to go do that. So that's coming up on know, Saturday. Right. We'll let oh, you know how I'm it ready. is. I knew there was something else. <laughs> I'm like, talking my about. hair. <laughs> Oh, yes. Everyone wants to know, Ashley. What are you doing with your hair? Well, I'm
1: going to your hair.
0: <laughs> I love it. I, there's this... The place Ashley goes to is called cha-ha- Chahair. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Bring it home. No one cares. All we're right. Getting, we're getting... Okay.
1: Thanks for listening. Um, if you want to find us online, you can find us on our website, Um You can find us on Facebook at uh Twitter... Pff. YouTube Vimeo. I'm trying to think where else. We're all over. Just Google uh, it. <laughs> yeah, just
0: Google it. You'll find <laughs> and us And how
1: do you spell it? It's L A T A V O L A M A R C H E La Tavla Marque And Um our Web our blog is letovlomarque.blogspot.com and you can email us at info. LettahavalaMarket.com.
0: All right. There you go. Another one in the can. And um, thank you so much for downloading. And if you're still listening, bless you. God bless you. Bless you, my son. Bless
1: her heart. Bless her heart.
0: (laughs) Okay. People from the south. Oh, forget it. All right. (laughs) Let's get out of here. I'm done. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Ciao.